I'm at the IHI National Forum on Quality Improvement in Healthcare, and I'm sitting down with Dr. Isabella Novoshelsky, who is the CMO of Greater Hudson Valley Health System Medical Group and also the Director of Hospital Medicine. Dr. Novoshelsky, can you think of a leadership uh, story or example that um, you would like to share something about your leadership journey? When I first heard about speaking on this subject, I thought to myself, you know, let, let me take it back to what happened with my own personal story. Going back to the first uh, job I got as a hospitalist mm -hmm. and um, the types of projects that I was involved with and, and sort of naturally progressing from being just a physician to being more of a leader mm -hmm. on a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. And um, it felt natural to me. So the first lesson I learned is, you know, in leadership, I think there is sort of innate abilities and skill sets that um, you have that will percolate with time. And you're going to find yourself in places where it feels natural for you to apply those skills. So through the first several years, I, I did that. I was sort of on a smaller scale involved with a couple of quality improvement projects in the hospital medicine. And then opportunity presented to me, mm -hmm. was presented to me, and stepping up to sort of a, a more of a chief role on a, on a larger scale, leading a, a larger hospitalist service. Initially, I said, well, I don't know, this is, is not quite for me, maybe, but then reflecting on the values of what I have done and, and how things progressed for me in the first couple of years, I said, I think this is, this is it. I think I need to take that. Um, so I stepped into the role, and I loved it. It, it felt that I was doing the right thing. I, I felt that um, you know, one of the first things I learned was really the relationships that had to form for me, for me to be effective in my role, both within my team, but also outside of my team. So spending a lot of time really kind of getting to know people and understanding their needs and wants and, and then navigating the system to deliver the change. And I was, I was getting really good in it. I, I felt like I was good. My team loved mm -hmm. it. We, mm -hmm. we had the results. And, um, and I guess the next quality that I learned was that, you know, in leadership, you always, at least from my side, you seek the progress. And you want, in some ways, to kind of apply your skill to the bigger things. And you want that next opportunity to have a bigger impact. Mm -hmm. And that comes then, you know, sort of you know, looking for your next possible role that would allow to have even even a, a greater impact and greater ability to influence more people and bring bigger changes. Um, so I, I kind of switched. This is at this point I have a, a I'm relatively young, I guess, in my leadership career. But this is my second larger role uh, as a chief medical officer now for a multi-specialty medical group. Um, in the past, I used to manage internal medicine physician. Now mm -hmm. I have to deal with surgeons and specialists, mm -hmm. and that in itself. Create, created a challenge, but um, you know, doing it for about three years now, it's sort of um, it's the same journey of understanding who I am as a person, and that's you know one of the things that I kind of want to make a point about is somewhere along the path of leadership is every leader probably should understand who they are as a person, what are the core values that mm -hmm. I personally uh, that personally appeal to me and who I am. And then finding that alignment and that connection with something within the environment or the organization that you know I can connect with. And until that internal analysis is done and that alignment is found, there may be some struggles. You know, not everybody is all about you know productivity or personal efficiency. There are people that you know, like myself, are more about the collaboration, the equity 
the fairness and I'm looking for what I'm what I'm doing in my day-to-day work is really looking to connect with things on a global level and bringing those values and connecting those values with what the organization needs and, and, and running and bringing the change along those lines. That's really interesting. Um, you, what I'm hearing you say is that part of your leadership journey was an inward journey, that there was reflection and thinking very deeply about your values and who you were and what you wanted. Was there, was, was it helpful to have any external assessment? Did you go through any process of 360 evaluation? Were you open to feedback? And how did that come into play? Yes, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's one of the things that I, as I experienced, as I experienced working with other leaders, I think what I learned is that, um, you know, the great leaders really, you can be the greatest, <laughs> but you still need help. Um, and it's okay to, to sit down with there with the mentor or the coach or, uh, you know, whoever you have that you trust and, and go through that analysis. So that's what I've done as well. I, I did have a coach and I have a couple of mentors and I went through you know, analysis through um, 360 and mm-hmm. other tools, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that kind of helped me prioritize mm-hmm. some of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. For, for people listening or reading, how, how has a mentor been helpful to you? It's a subject that I'm curious about, how a mentor helps uh, nourish and uh, foster leadership in another person. Have any thoughts about good mentorship, yes. what it looks like? Uh, it's or so interesting that you ask that because I, I had, uh, I guess, at least th- three three mentors that I have worked with, and, and there are a couple of people that were very good in, in mentoring. Um, and there were, uh, you know, co- one or two people that I came across that thought that they were mentors but didn't quite work that way. So I think there's a skill in being a mentor, and I think you can be a mentor once you sort of graduate to certain levels of leadership. But, you know, mentors are really, you know, ideally f- folks that have several more years of experience and maybe a different level of exposure to different settings and environments. And you want, I guess in many ways, what I was doing is really using them as a sounding board and trying to um, have an objective feedback on, you know, whether it was decision-making process or uh, politics or whatever I was facing in my own environment, is to sort of hear back from somebody who, who is not there, but wanted to hear it and give me feedback. What do you think the best piece of advice a mentor ever gave you was? I think one of the first things I, 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 I had a, in my initial conversation with one of my mentors was, it was around politics. I think, I'll just use a broad term part, political environments in every organizations exist and they're different. And mm-hmm. it's very easy for a young leader to get caught up in sort of reactivity at times. Um, not understanding how to navigate well okay. and, and making quick decisions. Sure. So, sure. you know, I have learned initially when I, I sort of presented my situation to my mentor, I remember he said, you know, just just hold off, right? Why don't you just not respond to that email or, not, you know, maybe not even go to that meeting. I remember it was sort of like, take a step back, take a bigger, um, you know, bigger, be the bigger person at that situation and just come back to it in a couple of days and see how that looks at that time. Okay, okay. cooling off period. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Many leaders I know have learned from their experiences, especially the ones that didn't go so well. Is there a learning that you've had that you're willing to share with us? Yes, uh, and I think, uh, you know, I, I think I'm learning every day, but obviously, um, you know, I had a couple of moments in my 
career so far that sort of allowed me to say, well, let's take a moment here and see what happened because um, it, it, it sort of has, I mean, to some extent, I'm, I'm trying to reflect a little bit about being a woman in leadership role sure. Um, sure. and how that shaped me in, in sure. certain situation. And um, one thing that I, I have to say as a leader, it's, it's a tough job. It, it seems like most of the time you're working upstream. <laughs> against many different forces mm -hmm. and the resilience is very important. I had a moment where, you know, I was working with physician leaders in my organization and there was multiple political forces working at the same time and I was getting messages, you know, that they um, they were not supporting me in what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And and I went home that day and I said, you know, this is not for me. Like mm -hmm. the, I'm just mm -hmm. let let them do what they want and I'm out of it. Mm -hmm. And then that, and unfortunately, I did allow sort of, um, you know, part of it is I dropped the project, I let it slide, and and things didn't go, like the change was not brought in, and 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 then and then I was reflecting on it, and I felt that that was a moment where I really kind of I didn't have enough resilience to say mm -hmm. like I'm still, mm -hmm. I know what the right thing is mm -hmm. there to do, and I'm here as a leader to propose the change, and uh, no matter how people feel about mm -hmm. me, I still have to go out there and exactly. do it. Exactly. So that, that kind of taught me a lesson. So I think compared to that time now, it's a little bit different. <laughs> Resilience is something that I, I keep working on every day. I know that, you know, one thing that I guess as a woman and, and a woman in general, you know, leaders, I guess, in general, like being liked or not liked, you know, you're probably not going to be liked as a leader by many people. And, and being okay with that, that's, a, that's something that not everybody can do right. well. Um, so, you know, the resilience in, in sort of your relationships with others and being there, working on, on your agenda and being able, you know, being respectful and being understanding for what their opinions are. But at the end of the day, as a leader, you have to be out there sort of on the front lines and delivering the change. Exactly. Bigger purpose. I've often thought that if uh, a leader is trying to promote a change, it's not a way to win a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. And so, as you say, you can't care about that as much, mm -hmm. but keeping your eyes on the prize, the, mm -hmm. the higher purpose, or, mm -hmm. or what you're really trying to bring about for the you know, better clinical mm -hmm. outcomes or for the patients. Well, thank you very much. This has been um, delightful to sit down and talk to you. Thank you.